Hello, everybody. Welcome into Season 2, Episode 8 of the Good OK Podcast. I'm Will, back with Dylan, a week removed from our launch night extravaganza, which I hope you all enjoyed. That was a long Almost episode. a week exactly, actually. You're Very recording close, like yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, maybe the same time. Exactly a week. Look at that. Well, lots have changed since then. We've got our hands on the game, so we're going to kind of just give you our general thoughts on what we think about all the new features that we kind of broke down to you, to you last week, and we, we got a chance to use it. I'm sure you all have, so we have some thoughts. Um, but first of all, how are you doing? Are you hyped to play the game or what? I am hyped to play the game. I'm pretty uh, tired right now while we're recording, but my overall excitement is high for this game. Been enjoying it a lot so far. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased right now. I'm very pleased as well. Um, I think it's a great game. I'm having a blast. There's there's one glaring issue, which I'm sure we'll get to. Um, they're, they're having they're having problems with the servers, aren't they? They are. They're slow as shit. Um, they go down like four or five times a day at least. Yeah. And they're just a real big pain in the ass. It's just it, it's just frustrating because that's really the only gripe I have with the game. I don't I don't know about you, but like it, it seems like the game's fun. The game's playing well. I don't have any problems when I'm in a game playing. It's not laggy then. It's just the menus are laggy. The market, you can't do anything on the market. Yeah, the market is um, the market is not, it's a travesty. Yeah, I mean. It, I, is, it is a struggle. Yeah, it takes, if you're trying to, you can't flip. Who's flipping? Are people flipping? I. It would take, it takes a solid 10, 15 seconds to place a single order, I would say. Yeah, it's, I was, um, put into it later, but I was working on um, a specific collection and it took me forever. Forever. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's, I know it's like, we're probably being like gripey or like griping about something that's like, will be fixed eventually, mm -hmm. but it's just such a pain in the ass right now. It's just weird because it's weird to me because it's not, as I mentioned, it's not a gameplay problem. It's not a matchmaking problem. They're not, you're not having trouble finding games. Um, it's just it, the menus. Yeah. Menus are slow. Market is super The thing slow. is like, even in the past, like with, when they've had server issues, like games haven't counted, but games are like, even if the servers are down after the games are still counting, which is weird. Right. Yeah. 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 I lost a, or I won a VR game and I came back to a server. We both did. Yeah. And, and yeah, we were like, oh, shoot, that's not going to count. And it did, which is really weird. It is very weird. But yeah, I'm I mean, glad it counted, though. <laughs> me too. I, and I don't really have anything to say on that front. It's just frustrating. Like, I don't I don't know when they're going to fix it. I would assume it'd be soon. Like you mentioned, you'll think it'd probably be fixed at some point, right? I mean, yeah, I would definitely. I mean, it has to be right. You just it's you can't leave it the way it is. No, it's bad. It's it's I mean, I. It's it's borderline unusable in the market for sure. And then if they're gonna if the servers are gonna keep crashing three four times a, a night, that's that's not good either. So, but they, they hear us. They know we're frustrated. I'm sure they're working hard on a fix, right? I mean, they they have to be. Um, I actually heard it. I heard it's not really SDS's fault. It's more like the I don't know. Maybe they're having problems with uh, cross platform. But the problem is with like um, Xbox and um, PlayStation servers more than sds is what i've heard hmm. which i don't i mean i can't like i'm not 
and then computer science server genius so i can't like confirm or deny these claims it's just what i've heard yeah i i can't either and i don't know the specifics of it but fingers crossed for a solution but with that out of the way i think i think that's i mean for me that's my only gripe like the rest of this episode i think is me being upbeat about some some cool things that i'm having fun with i don't know about you do you have anything else to get off off your chest that's that you're not happy with before we before we get into it not not that i can think of not um i'm still anti uh i still wish there was an xp reward path and they were separate i still do wish that was the case uh-huh. um well, and we it, can talk about that because i have it on the list okay so i mean i also think the xp um like the amounts are pretty severe for the first inning i know we both talked about this so we have played the game a lot and mm-hmm. um I'm st- we're still like, I'm still over 100k away from um, the first inning boss, which yeah. I mean, I feel like, actually, I mean, I, maybe it's like not that huge of a difference. But I feel like it usually takes me a decent while to get the program stars, but I just feel like it's, or I mean, maybe it's by design, but I just feel like gaining XP is slow this year. It just doesn't seem like there's as many places to get it. Like you get it in gameplay, but it seems like they've kind of, I mean, they, they got rid of the program stars, but now they're treating XP like program stars. Like you're only getting XP for doing these certain missions that account towards the first inning. You don't get XP for doing like the daily moments or for doing uh, just well, like, you're like 22. Yeah. Well, you get the gameplay ones that you get yeah. when you're in the game, but you don't get like a specific amount of XP for completing the moment itself. So I think mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. And I agree with you. It just seems super slow. Like people have, People are at that level 25, but I don't really understand People, how. I, you know, do you know Stromo? I've heard the name. He com- He's done, and he doesn't know how he did it. He thinks it was a glitch. Like, this game just glitched, and he, like, got all of it. Like, he's he at only the pl- end of it? Like, the he'd, he'd only played, like, yes, he'd only played, like, six ranked seasons games. He hadn't, like, done all the conquests, and it was, like, it's, like, a, it had to have been a glitch, at least in my mind, but, I yeah, mean, yeah, it just weird. seems, it seems slow. Well, when, when you get there, um, we said initially that we weren't too impressed with the bosses. Are you still leaning towards selling those? Oh, I'm definitely going to be selling. There goes my phone. I'm definitely going to be selling the, uh, the first inning um, program reward, or the first inning boss. Um, I don't know. None of them are endgame by any stretch of the imagination, and oh, no. none of them really do it for me either. I think Piazza is pretty solid, but... Um... I mean, yeah, these are going to be, these cards are going to be afterthoughts in a month, if that. Yeah, I mean, not maybe not even a month, but, like, they're just not worth, I think you're better off moving towards the collections and getting those 95s and working for the 99s. One thing I do want to mention, and I want to get your thoughts on this, but I mentioned that I didn't want Piazza. One of the reasons was because I didn't like a swing last year. Yeah. But have you noticed that right-handed swings are, like, more effective this year? Have you noticed that at all? Because I feel like I have. I do. I definitely have. So I actually, one of the, um, I'll just give you guys a sneak peek, but I got the Salvador Perez uh, Team Affinity 42 card or whatever, and I am raking. I'm hitting, and I think, seven or eight games. I'm hitting 562 with five home runs and, like, three doubles. I can't get out with the card. I'm like, whenever I need a hit and he comes up, I'm like, well, fuck, this guy's screwed. (laughs) 
Well, Salvador does have a very good right-handed swing. I had great success with his finest card last year, but, but even guys that I, I normally don't hit well with, like I had a BR run and I drafted Willie Mays, who is usually not the best swing for me. And, and I, I killed it with him. Same with Ernie Banks. So I'm just hoping that maybe guys like Piazza or Mike Schmidt that are generally unusable just because of the bad swing are better this year. I think they will be. I mean, I don't really know how they changed it. They don't really look different. At least I don't feel like they look different, but they just, the ball definitely comes off the bat way better. Well, I think you mentioned to it to me the very first night you were like, you feel like you said some, I forget what you said exactly. You were like, it feels more realistic the way they're coming out of the box. Yeah. I feel like that is what it is with the right-hander, like the right-handers swing. And then like something with their follow through just, just feels more natural. I think it does. It, that's definitely, that's yeah. You're, I did say that you're definitely right. Um, I feel like even lefties, like, they, they, the game just, I don't know, it's one of, like, the cooler things, I guess, or, like, the more, like, visually appealing things is that they don't come out of the box and they're sprinting right away. Like, they, take, they like, follow through their bat. Um, they drop the bat, and then they, like, start going. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I mean, again, neither of us have really played on Hall of Fame yet, so we'll see how it turns out. But on All-Star, at least, that looks like it might be the case. Um, so with that out of the way, let's, let's just kind of generally talk about what we've been doing in the game, like how, how we're spending our time, you know, are we, are we grinding? Are we, are we playing online or what? Um, do you want to go first? You got it. I got it. Okay. Um, so I kicked off the game. I, uh, shoot, I I did the tops now moments to get McMahon and, um, Mercedes guys like that. And then I actually hopped right into ranked seasons because I knew I did. I wasn't looking forward to that, like grind. Because you start at zero. Yeah. I wasn't looking forward to going all the way up from zero to like to get to Hall of Fame. So I just got out of that that out of the way. I played on better and played on All Star, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, amassed like a twelve and three record, I think, to around six hundred, a little less than six hundred. And then I got to the point where like everyone that was up there was about as good as me, and I wasn't trying to play slugfests on All Star. So I ended that. And then really what I did was just just start um, grinding BR games. Like I, I, I did two BR entries this week. First one, eight and one, lost the nine run game. And then my second run, I actually went 12 and one and got Garrett Cole. Yeah, fuck you for that, Will. <laughs> well, you pulled, you, pulled, you pulled Mr. Cole. So oh, we're spoiling even. my side of the story already. <laughs> Well, you go ahead. All right. That's, so that's all I've, um, I've, I've been doing showdown now. Yeah. So um, like we mentioned, we both got the, um, we both got the Jackie Robinson edition of the game for the early access and like the one free order pack, or, like the free order packs. So I, my initial plan was to enjoy the game, I guess, and like keep the cards that I had and try to like make slow progress towards the, uh, the collection. Um, so that was yeah, my initial, that, <laughs> that was my initial um, plan at the beginning. And so, um, my first, uh, I talked a lot about the Franimal. I don't know if it was on the podcast or off the podcast with Will. Um, the 42, um, the 42 Franimal card. So my first um, goal was um, just to go straight towards the AL Central Team Affinity Program. And um, I did complete all those. I did the Conquest, which I would not recommend. It's definitely longer. You can definitely get uh, the stuff faster. I also did the first. I have a Conquest rant coming yeah. I also did the first inning conquest. Um, I would I would recommend that. It's a lot of XP out of the gate. I know you haven't done it. You probably don't need to do it if you're going to play it. a lot. 
But I mean, there was some a few ball and packs in there. I think maybe only one. There's a packs, and you get a bunch of XP for that. Um, I also went into range seasons um, with pretty much the um, AL Central 42. I did, completed that that entire program, so I pretty much went in there with those guys. And um, I got lucky. I did pull Garrett Cole, Jose Abreu, and who else? I pulled one more diamond. Yeah, you did. Um, I'll try to remember it. You can keep going. It was. Um, it wasn't Chapman. No, I got. I'll get to that. So I don't know. I pulled three diamonds. I um I actually ended up selling all all three. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, so I went eight and one in um rank season so far. I'm just under five hundred. I'm at four ninety six, I think. Um, and then I kind of went into BR. I I had some success with you. Uh, similar to you, I went eight and one in my first run. Um, and unsimilar to you, I didn't, I played a second run. I didn't go 12 and one. I went nine and two. Um, so I got Chapman as my uh, nine game reward though. So I sold him as well. So I had four diamonds. I sold them all. Kind of brings me to last night. Oh, I forgot Joey Gallo out of the AL West. Um, I've been playing a lot of showdown as well, but I have already purchased the trout. I purchased Mike Trout already. Um, I know this is probably like, it's probably quicker than most no money you spend people would did it because I got lucky with packs. Um, I did grind a lot to get a lot of free packs as well though. So, I mean, I just got lucky with what I pulled. Um, but yeah, I got my trout and that's pretty much summed it up. Um, yeah, so showdown, um, count at the very beginning, uh, a little bit of range seasons and then two BR runs. That's pretty much it. So from, you've played a lot of showdown and I actually have been lately too. Do you have any tips for people that are struggling with showdown? I know you like to play it all the way through, right? I do like to play it all the way through. Um, I just don't like, I like to save my pressure, my pressure packed <laughs> moments for range seasons. Um, especially um, in like when I'm offline grinding, I just want to swing and swing and swing. I'm not patient at all in offline grinding, which I'm sure I would have a lot. I mean, I can try to do what you do and just play the first three. And if I like win or whatever, um, and just go on. And if I really wanted to, but I don't know, I just like building up the insurance and I've just been playing them all the way through. And at worst, I end up with eight runs and you only need five and 15 ounce. That isn't terribly difficult. I usually get 10. I'm usually at the 10 to 12 mark. I've gone eight for eight, I think like three or four times on like the moments or whatever. So, cause they're not that hard. So I've just been, my goal is if you're struggling is definitely play all the way through because the middle showdown boss is not hard at all. You need three runs and 10 outs. You start with a mounted in base. So you really only need two runs. Um, so I would just suggest playing it all the way through. Um, only pitching the hitting perks for your uh, showdown perks and drafting the opposite hand as the pitcher. Now the only left-handed pitcher that I can recall in the entire thing, there's two. Who's the other one? It's Lazardo and Patrick Corbin. All right, Patrick Corbin, yeah. So if you, see the, if you see the Nationals or A's as the final showdown boss, draft varieties. If you don't, draft left-handed hitters. That's my strategy. Um, I think I'm like, I did fail once. It was, it was bad. <laughs> but I'm eight for nine, I think. Um, and yeah, I mean, I really don't. It's pretty stress-degree. I'll just turn on. I don't know, a TV show, I'll just play, watch a TV show, talk to you. I really don't have much trouble. Yeah. 
uh, like you mentioned, I, I do the first two, the first three blue ones. Um, and then I go to the final one pretty much no matter how, how many of those I want. I did, I did one time went 0 for three. And at that point I just quit the showdown and forfeited it up. Like, cause it's the same. If I keep playing and play the last three blue missions, that's the same as just starting over. So like, it just didn't make sense to keep. Yeah. But you also get way better players if you play the last three. That's true. Maybe I should have, but oh well. So that's the one that I failed, and I've actually had one not count due to one of the multiple server crashes. But um, yeah, um, you mentioned the perks. The perks are really good this year. They give you a lot of like max, like increased max exit velocity ones. Um, I know the ones. Yeah, that definitely. Are... I like I like those over the contact revision because I, I mean, if you're, I mean, most people are decent enough to be able to like make put the ball on the PCI. It's just like if your guy, if you're gonna get like good like results off of it. So I've been finding that the increased exit velocity, the ball definitely comes off the bat harder. Mm -hmm. And some of those that note that they are only effective after the seventh inning, if you'll remember last year, the showdown took place in the first inning for whatever reason. So those, didn't yeah, those don't count. No, they do now. They do this. They year. do. Yes. I was they told didn't they didn't. To. I'm, I'm 99% sure they do. All right. I'll take your word for it. You check it next time you play, but like they do, they do count in the final showdown. And then the other thing I have, and I don't even know if you know this, but if you're up by more, if you're down by more than five runs and you have a runner on first, they don't hold you and they don't throw to second. So you can steal to stay out of double plays. That's a, that's a really, yep. And you can always if, check so if they're holding you're you long. down more than five. I mean, I, I always played all the way through. Yeah. So, so you wouldn't, that wouldn't matter to you, but to anyone that's listening, that's a good tip. Uh, so that's all I got with showdown. Hopefully those tips will help you out. What about like you mentioned you're doing a lot of TA stuff. I'm I'm gonna do get some guys too. But what about the big collection? I think we decided last week that you were doing the AL and I was doing the NL, and that appears to still be the case, right? With you buying trout. Yeah. So here, I'll just give you like, I know you you agree with my logic as well. But my logic was I know I pulled Derek Cole, I pulled Jose Abreu, I pulled another I don't know who the hell I pulled, but I pulled another hitter. Um, I don't know who I pulled, but I pulled another hitter, pulled a diamond hitter. And, but they were, so first off, Garrett Cole is not a good, I mean, he's better this year. We think he's better this year online, but he's not going to be somebody that you're going to carry probably past this month as well. I just don't think he has, I think you have guys with better repertoires and movement and um, velocity that you'll find more suitable for online play. So I figured I would sell all of those guys and get Mike Trout because even last year he was on my team till June. That's or at least June, maybe. Probably, I think further. So I didn't get the collection of Trout until like September. So if I can get him now and just I'll play with him for three seasons, it'll be probably Prestige four, Prestige like maybe higher Prestige five maybe, and then he'll be a 99 already. So I'm gonna have 199. Um, I mean, yeah, so I didn't, I mean, I just think it's, that was the best decision for me. Um, and also that in that same division, there's a Dennis Eckersley um, that's in the Ace collection, which is a pretty cheap collection for having a diamond in it as well. And Dennis Eckersley, we found is usually pretty good in the game as well. So I figured that would be the best path for me because I knew I wanted trout right away. Just get the biggest, just get the biggest fish out first. I mean, you like that pun, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The biggest fish out of the way first, and then um, we'll just slowly knock it out because the rest of the AL isn't that expensive besides the Yankees. Um, so I think I'll be good there. 
and just the AL Central, very cheap. The rest of the AL West, I mean, you have Verlander, who's not that expensive. Bregman's not that expensive. Chapman's not that expensive. The Mariners suck. The Rangers suck. Um, or at least they don't have good collections. So I should be able to breeze through that division. And um, I'll get the 95 Ricky. Not sure if I'm going to use him or not. We have mixed opinions on Ricky. And then I'll probably move to the AL Central just for the hell of it. So I don't want to attempt to push the AL East as far off as possible. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, but I think I'm going to be able to get. I think I'll be able to get the AL collection done before you get the NL collection. But I think Soriano is better than David Ortiz. So it's whatever. Yeah, and that was my thought process. I agree with everything you said about Trout, how he, he's one of the better cards in the game for quite a bit until he's not anymore. So you want to get your use out of him early. So I, I agree with that sentiment, and I'd love to have Mike Trout now. But for me, I just took a more holistic approach and looked at the AL versus the NL, and the NL seems way better to me. I know Steve Finley, that 96 is going to be a straight glitch in the outfield. Um, Ernie Banks should be a solid shortstop. I had success with him in BR. Tom Glavine, Glavin looks like he has a good pitch mix for a lefty. Mm -hmm. And then, as you mentioned, Alfonso is much, much more valuable, I think, than Ortiz. So that's that's my that's my route. Um, I have about 430K right now. So I'm, I think I'm going to very soon finish the central to get Ernie Banks. And I'll probably pick up Bellinger to be able to use in the outfield while I'm working towards that Steve Finley. So that's my plan. You mentioned the parallels. Uh, with Mike Trout. So let's talk about that real quick here before the break. We kind of had differing opinions on parallel, although I think you were turning around to it by the end of last week. I was I trying to, I trying to, I don't like it. I don't like it in BR. That's the only thing. I don't like it in BR, but I have no problem with it in ranked seasons because, I mean, I mean, it kind of just promotes like a, a wider variety. Like, because I mean, let's just, I mean, I'm going to replace Trout at some point because there'll probably be a, there's going to be a 99 chart at some point. But until then, like if I did it, he'll be a 99. So even if there comes like a Steve Finley, and I have, if it's Steve Finley versus Mike Trout for center field, and I've already played with Mike Trout and he's already a 99 for yeah. me, why would I even grind, like grind or like race to get that card? That's a good point. That's a good point. But at the same time, I can parallel my Steve Finley. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true too. So, I mean, that's kind of just like, as I said, it gives more people more variety of players to use. Yep. Quick point on the BR thing. I, I know this for a fact. You have to have the card in your inventory for it, the the parallel boost to apply because I was proceeding or I was, I was paralleling guys throughout my runs and then like it wasn't turning out. So I realized that and I actually went and bought a few guys for the last couple of games of the run to get them. And then I Oh, that makes sense. Actually, I was going to say... That's not true because I had Grandal and he had one speed and then he had two speed, but I did have Grandal in my collection as well. Yeah, the live series. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 an interesting thing. And I do feel like I have to recap my final, my 12th win of BR because it was pretty oh, exciting. Shit. It's been quick. It's been quick. I was down 2 two nothing. I couldn't hit in the bottom of the third home team. Two quick outs, not good swings. And then perfect, perfect double with Bogarts. Perfect, perfect home run with Santander to tie it up 2-2. And then the very next pitch, Trey Mancini, perfect, perfect walk-off home run to clinch the 12 and 0 or 12 and 1 and the Garrett Cole for me. So that was pretty exciting. I I, I thought there was no hope down two with two outs in the third, but I pulled it off. I can't believe I choked. I was nine and zero entering. My yeah. I was nine and zero, and then I ended up nine and two. Oh man, I I was in a dark state of mind for a few minutes. 
Oh, on VR, uh, that program, because we've got, oh, I got we've made significant. On pro- I got oh, fucked did. on this program. You did. You did. In my 9 and 0 run, they didn't count any of my wins, and I didn't get the 10 points for winning nine games. I got screwed. I should be at 30. I should be at like 37 program points. I'm at 22. 22. <laughs> what? That is rough. That's really I mean, rough. I mean, I would. That, email. Oh, my. She's like, I don't give a shit about my email, Will. God, I, I mean, that I was pissed about. Why'd you bring that up, man? Now I'm going to go. Now I'm just fired up. I have it done. So I got that 50. It, and I did it in oh. two runs. So this is something I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm going to play BR every, every time they have one of these seasons, I think. Yeah. It's, it was, I mean, damn. I mean, you probably got like 500,000 stubs, dude. 430. Close. Damn. Swimming just in them. Giving free shit out, man. Well, I'm earning it. Well, yeah, but still. We'll be back in 30 with some thoughts on pinpoint pitching, some thoughts on ball player slash creative player, and then roster update segment. We don't know when the roster updates will be, but we have some names for you. See you in 30. All right, we're back on the Good OK podcast. We have some thoughts on pinpoint and ball player and then roster update segment at the end. And we'll have some investment tips for you all who are sort of new to the game and don't know how it, how it works quite yet. So we'll, we'll get that to you at the end. But first, uh, let's talk about ball player first. We, we kind of both looked into it a little bit. It's a little confusing, right? I'm confused as shit. <laughs> I mean, from the way I understand it is, well, so obviously getting to it is, is confusing. You, I had to look it up. You have to go up to the top left corner. I'm sure you all know by now, but like there's a picture of Tatis. So you have to go up to that picture of Tatis and go into that. And then from there, you have to go into loadouts. And then you have to press square on one of the archetypes. And then you can see the progression. But um, it looks to me like you have to play Road to the Show to get any sort of progress on that, right? I think playing Road to the shows. So we were we were doing a little testing last night. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah you were, you were. We did a little testing, and I think that would be the fastest way to upgrade your guy, actually. Um, and then I'm just not gonna say. Like, I think that's. I think that's. There's a method in Road to the Show. I'm not gonna say because it's pretty uh, cheap, but um, I think that's gonna be the method. fastest way to upgrade your guy. But I don't, I, I mean, I don't really understand the whole archetype. I understand, like, so the way I understand it, at least, is like you start with the bronze, uh, like the main thing or whatever, and you just, like, work your way up to, like, silver, gold, and then diamond. Mm-hmm. But well, your attributes are still low as shit, at least on the road to the show. So here, actually, like, that, I thought that was the case, too. But have you been, like, unlocking these ballplayer packs that give you more archetypes? Because I've, I've even gotten a gold one, I think. So I'm wondering if you equip that gold one. No, they're not the um, no, to a dime. You can't, you can't, no. So that you can put those in like, so you know how you have the big one and then you have the two smaller ones? Uh, so those ones, those ones you get in the packs go to the smaller ones. Oh, that's annoying. So you have each of the ones that are available on the, like the screen that you press, like the main letter or whatever, you have to upgrade those. And so then once you get like the 100 points in that archetype, then you get, Two options silver for silver one. ones to continue that archetype. Okay. So then, and then you work from the silver one to the gold one, and then yeah, the and then the yada yada yada. So that once like you get that forever. self, I, I don't, I it does not take that long. Really? It does you, not you take discovered that. that. I Were did. You a pitcher or a position player? I was doing a pitcher. So maybe because it might be that was the method. That was um, the method. 
I think it would definitely. I think taking doing it doing that as a hitter might take a lot longer, actually. By that the way, method. for the method, do you do you want to thank Ikaznu? He was he was the one who, who came up with it. Um, I still don't completely understand the method. Um, there were some statements made, and I did not get the rewards that were promised. <laughs> you, you'll have to go back in and ask him. But uh, Ikazu, I'm sure you all remember from last year, he actually filled in for Dylan a couple of times. But um, shout out to him for helping Dylan get his yeah. his, his cheap grind on. He's he's got He's got to have some of that every year. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good method. <laughs> Love a good method. Episode title. No, don't like that's, that. Yeah, that's fine with me. I don't. So ball player is confusing, long grind. Unless <laughs> Still don't you understand know, it. Unless you know how to, unless you know how to rig the system. Uh, you'll have to look at a position player to see if it's any different than a pitcher. No, it'll definitely take way longer. You think so? I'm almost positive. So pinpoint pitching. I've been using it a ton. You haven't at all, but I think I've convinced you to give it a try, right? Yeah, I, I don't understand how pinpoint pitching works either. Um, I'm gonna be honest. In my not in in my BR run that I went nine into in both BR runs actually. Um, uh, I have like a lot of success. You have a lot of success, in my opinion. You have a lot of, or at least I have a lot of success with meter pitching when my pitcher has stamina, but when he starts to get low, then the ball shows wherever the fuck it wants, and that's that's killing me. Because at the end of BR runs, you know your bullpen's depleted. Your starting pitcher is depleted. You have no energy, and you got to make you got to make pitches. And you got to get out somehow. I was not able to make those pitches or get outs. I have a question for meter pitching. When you aim the ball, so you have the pitch trail or whatever, or whatever you use, do the arrows thing. I use the pitch trail now. Okay. Do you still see that like gray circle for the perfect accuracy reason? Okay, so that's yeah. up with meter too. All right. I yeah. didn't know if that was just pinpoint or not. It shows but, up on um, analog too. Okay. So, I mean, so you said you don't understand pinpoint, like what, what's, give us your best understanding of pinpoint at that at this oh, moment. No. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try to clear myself. anything up for you. I'll try to clear it up. For so, you. I mean, at least, I mean, I have, I only use it in like a few like moments and I, I mean, I need to like watch, I need like to watch a video. So I like, cause I didn't play any of the tech test either. So I literally went in blind and I just did like three moments or like the one of the, one of like the daily moments with area that I need to like get like three outs against the Reds without giving up a hit or whatever. I think I walked like three guys in that inning too. <laughs> but so I just I see the thing like just so you pick a pitch and there's a certain pattern that's displayed, and I see that like the pace it goes at around the thing. So I try to mimic that pace, and then you have to pull down right when he's like releasing the ball, right? No, that's a common misconception. So when you get to the top, there's that circle at the top. And then there's a circle on the bottom of this of the circle that moves based. You have to move it to that. You have to move it to that, but I don't know when to move it to that. You have to hold it. So like once you get to the top, that one on the bottom, that blue circle on the bottom is going to start like closing in on itself. And then at the moment that it collapses on itself to form a single circle, that's the point you move down. It's not correlated with the pitcher's release at all. Huh. Huh. But I was I'm, I was still starting to like moving it around the circle at a good pace or whatever. Yeah, you gotta take it slow. Were you early most of the time? Were you doing I have it too no fast? Idea. You no gotta take idea. it slow, especially in the stretch, because in the stretch you still have to do it fairly slow. But it's like you get rushed because you know you're in the stretch, so you think you have to rush it. But no, you gotta do close. You gotta do it slow. But then in the stretch, it's usually really quick. Once you get to the top to pull it down, so you gotta be careful of that. But let me tell you, this thing is op. I can get perfect pitches like oh, I was over okay. half the time. 
I was watching McGunstry do it, and he's like, I mean, he—you don't know—he's a stud player. He's like very good. He went undefeated, essentially undefeated, the World Series. His he got kicked from a game and he got a loss, but he was in every game that finished, he won. And I was saw, I was watching him play last night, and he was like struggling. Like he was up two to one the entire game, but he is just dotting this dude up, and this dude is like in circles, timing wise, and like he's just like flailing. So when guys like that can put the ball where they actually want to, oh no, don't match up with them. Yeah, it's it just it's so it's just so refreshing. It's so rewarding because I feel like pitching hasn't been that much of a skill. Like you can throw the right pitch and whatever, but you might get screwed by. I feel like I feel like especially in the past, pitching's been more like strategy. Like what pitch do you throw? But even if you like, you didn't have like a good plan, and so it's screwed by just like the ball not going where you want it to. Yeah. Well, so I think the guys, especially this year, the guys that have like good like plans with like what pitches work and like where they work are gonna be even like more effective, which is gonna be I, my ERA in rank is like one nine with the meter. Even playing down in like veteran and all star. Yes, I mean, I'm about five hundred. So. I mean, imagine if I could actually – if I can get the ball to go wherever I want every time. I yeah. really like my chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially – it's going to be super fun once we start getting these 99 pitchers that have, like, minuscule perfect regions. And, like, literally a perfect perfect will mean it goes exactly – because there's still some variation with the circle. Like, sometimes you'll aim it for a strike mm-hmm. and you get a perfect pitch and it ends up just off the plate. But, like, I don't know if you use that Musgrove at all, but the Musgrove has um, 99 control on his cutter. And like he, the perfect, the perfect accuracy. It's region just is a spot. Dot. Yeah, it's a dot in the middle of the ball. So I think that means it's just like it's right where you aim it. So that's gonna be really fun mm-hmm. once we start getting these uh, good, like Greg Maddox. You're just gonna be able to throw, just gonna be able to throw darts with Greg Maddox. Oral Hershiser. No, not him. He's he's not in the game. Didn't you hear? They they lost his rights. Are you serious? No, I'm fucking. <laughs> you dick, man. Don't talk about Oral that way. I'll talk about Oral however I want to talk about Oral. <laughs> uh, pinpoint pitching consensus for me good dylan's gonna try it right do it in conquest moments get the hang of it good i'm waiting on your rant man my rant oh my conquest rant yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> conquest is the dumbest game mode ever and i'm not gonna play a single moment of it this year not a single <laughs> moment you hear that i'm not here's a what, single no. moment no well i'm not gonna play a game I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cherry pick my oh, way around yeah, hidden yeah. rewards. That's what I'm going to do. Yes, of course. Gotta be, High gotta IQ. High IQ. It. But I'm not playing a single game mode. That's just stupid. I'm not going to sink time into that. I can do the first inning without doing the conquest. I can I can be fine. I will, if I get to the point where I actually have a chance of, like, collecting every card, I'll do the USA one to get that Pujols. Because, like, last year I came close to collecting every card. So if we get to that point again next year, I'll do it. But before then, yeah. not an inning of conquest for me. Yeah. Hey, you know what it might be? I don't I wonder how much those um those prospect cards are gonna go for later in the cycle. Yeah, they could be pretty rare. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'll just wait and then just do it all at the end and make a shit ton of stuffs. I think you can only well no, it's repeatable, I think. It might not be. The those packs are repeatable? You can check that. They might be. I think you only get one per you only get like one gold player every time you conquer five like the five teams in the division you'll get one of the player you don't get all five no, that sucks that's, that's why i'm thinking it might be repeatable but i could be wrong are you checking no i'm playing a moment okay. 
Never mind then. Well, that's my conquest rant. Um, not going to play a moment of it. It's just a dumb. Not going to play a single game. Yes, going to get the going to get the get the hidden rewards. That's a must. I actually haven't done that yet. I probably need to soon. But um, so the, do you have any other thoughts on the games? Like anything else you're enjoying about them, or like anything, any other gripes before we move on to roster update? I mean, no. not really. Um, yeah, me neither. I think, I think both the I think both the daily program cards suck. Alomar and Giambi. Yeah. The Eric um, Davis hits pretty well, but doesn't have the speed and feeling you're expecting to see from a card from a card of his. I mean, I mean, you can't really expect it hard to be any good. Right. Um, so I really wasn't like let down by that. I mean, it's just get, free. It's free experience, pretty we're much. We're recording this. Thursday, and I don't know when it'll be posted, but Friday there is new content drop tops now. So to, this will not. There's be a first inning showdown. First inning, so that'll get you some XP. That'll replace yeah. the conquest that I didn't do. Hopefully, <laughs> but um, some tops now. I would imagine a Carlos Rodon for his no hitter, and then I don't know who a good a good hitter would be. I'm not sure, but um, be looking forward to that on Friday and then over the weekend over the weekend is double XP and then will be the show as well which is a damn shame are you busy? I'm gonna be very busy <laughs> it's bad time for a double XP weekend for your boy oh my god it's a cool thing that they're doing though it's like it's not something oh yeah done. yeah I really like the idea I'm just gonna get I'm gonna get fucked on this dude the first in your words first in your words gonna be shit for me start I sell for shit um yeah. I'm actually, oh, I, I need to start studying for finals this weekend, so I might not play that much either. But um, so it just, are, are, I mean, aside from obvious server issues, like it's it's an A plus from me, like except obviously except for that. But like I'm having fun with everything else, having fun with gameplay. We'll see how Hall of Fame ranked seasons plays. Yeah, I can't, I'm, I haven't, I'm trying to think. Uh, so, I mean, do you like the new menus? Uh, it's a little weird. I mean, I'm getting the hang of them. I don't like the layout. I like the dark presentation, but I don't like the layout. Plus, they're super slow. Yeah. Um. I can't write. Really, there's nothing really else that, like jumps out of my like jumps to mind. All right. Well, let's let's go to roster updates then. Um, we don't know when that's going to be. I would assume not tomorrow because they haven't said anything. I'd about assume it. it'd be next Friday. Yeah. So that might mean that like people that are expecting one to get tomorrow, there might be a little dip in the market. So that might be a good buying time, like late tomorrow and then this Saturday. But of course, that's usually the time when the market's the highest as well. So that might not be wise as well. But um, Dylan, why don't you give us like a little, anyone who's new to DD, a little refresher or a little, no, Dylan doesn't want to do that. Wait, a little refresher on what? The investment on, thing? On how, on how roster updates work. All right. So every two weeks, um, they pretty much, based on how the player has played um, recently, it doesn't really have to be in the two weeks. Like, sometimes guys play very well in like two weeks and they don't get moved. So it's like kind of like a recency bias. Three attributes for certain um, to be like contact versus righties or, uh, yeah, let's use contact versus righties that should go up or to go down based on how they've been hitting versus righties recently. Um, and how that end up affecting the market is, some guys will go from silver to diamond, therefore their values will increase, um, especially a lot. That's where the most people, most subjects that are made in that one right there. Um, if you get guys that are kind of 
little off the radar that dude did the big bump. Um, and then there people can also, um, like if you have a guy that you think is going to your down, um, I would sell him as a diamond. And then, um, yeah, just if you got your guys from diamond to gold, um, I would recommend selling him as a diamond and then rebuying him as a gold because he'll probably be cheaper as a gold. I mean, we'll be cheaper as a gold. Yep. So these types of tips and tricks, um, if you really put a lot of time and you can make a lot of stubs off of it, um, it's a lot of, um, I mean, you have to do some research definitely. And uh, it's a risk always too, because sometimes guys don't get upgraded and they start struggling. And then you have a bunch of stubs invested in a guy that's not going to go up and it's risk reward. Um, the guys that do it well, make a shit ton of stubs. Um, but I mean, it's not a, there, there's a flaws to the system. Yeah. And, and when you're doing this, your stubs aren't liquid. They are, they are frozen no. in that asset and you have to sell it to get the stubs back. So that's also something to think of. Uh, what I like to do when, and I got, I got into it in, in 19, two years ago. Yeah. Um, I was big into it and I, I, I had lots of success. Um, but I would buy like, I would buy on the low on the crash after, after guys didn't get upgraded on guys that I still believed had a chance to get. And that's when I would make my money there because I'd buy low and then, the price gets up during the week. They update the rosters on Friday and the prices go up. Like if you're looking at the market right now, Brian Buxton is basically selling as a diamond. So like, that's going to happen, but I'm not Boys saying Byron. Byron. Yeah, you do. You pulled him, right? I did pull him. I think that I saw him. Yeah, that I wasn't him. who we counted as your diamond, right? You actually pulled no, him. No, yeah. I did. I pull, I I'm going to find him now. Right, you do that. you keep talking i'll find them i will so byron buxton for example is selling as a diamond basically at price i'm not saying byron buxton is not going to get upgraded because i think he will but like if he didn't the best thing would be to do would be to sell before the upgrade when people still think he is going to upgrade and then and then it crashes and if you still believe in him you can buy him in again at like 2k and then just as the market creeps up again and especially this year i would recommend selling you've got it who is it Walker Bueller. It was not a hitter. It was Walker Bueller. I didn't remember that at all. I don't know. But um, so uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> what, uh, oh, you're talking about Buxton. Like if he didn't, if he doesn't do diamond, then you would buy him after, after the, after like right after the roster update when his price is going to be plummeting. Oh, and Although, this, this year I would, I would do that a lot because, um, Last year during the shortened season, they were really aggressive with their Oscar upgrades, and I'm anticipating a lot of people expecting that as well. So should, then, I don't think that'll be the chase either. Yeah, I think they're going to be slower. Slow. I think I kind of think they based last year off of each game was worth like three. Right. Alert. Yeah. I mean, a little less than three. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah. Um. I kind of think they just kind of like moved the statistics. They treated every day as if it was three days. Yeah. And um, guys got hot, like. Trevor Bauer started the year like an 80 and he was like an 89, 89, 90, maybe, you know, he's like, he went up a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in, yeah. So, um, I don't think they're going to be as aggressive, but somebody like Buxton who had had like seven home runs in his first 12 games played and his hitting sucks ass. Mm -hmm. He's and his defense is the thing is his defense and sphere are already amazing. So he doesn't need that much to go diamond. So with the way his hitting has started He's as close to a lock to go diamond as anybody. Exactly. Anybody else in the game. But again, like everybody's expecting that. He's selling as a diamond right now. So that's not an investment we recommend making at, at that point. Just if you have a Buxton, don't sell it. Um, 
but and you can take advantage of the fact that people might be expecting more aggressive roster updates. So you can like be a, you can take advantage of that and sell before the upgrade, and in in anticipation of them not upgrading a lot of people. But Buxton um, is going for less than five k right now. So maybe you do buy him right now. Depends how confident you are. I mean, we're not here to tell you what to do. We're just kind of giving our advice. But um, yeah, I think it's near a near lock. So Sid, we're essentially telling you to buy it then. No, I mean it depends. I mean, if, if, if risk diamonds go for take. more than five thousand subs, Will, so you're saying he's a lock leader diamond, and he's under five thousand subs, and that's probably a pretty worthwhile investment. Maybe, I'm not going to do it myself. Um, I've got a few other gold to diamonds. Uh, Lance Lynn, your your guy in fantasy, is uh, tearing yeah, up. And somebody, his... all right, here. This is a story time. Story time. Okay, story time. Somebody told me so. We were doing a fantasy baseball draft. Me and Will were doing a lead. Some I draft Lance Lynn. I don't pay that much money for him. Maybe like eight, ten dollars. Not a lot. Not like real money, but like the money they give you just in the draft if you're gonna buy or I don't know, dr- yeah. money draft or whatever. And I said, okay. I just let it go. First, first outing out or second outing out, complete game shutout. You didn't. You didn't say what he outs. said. You didn't say what he said. You skipped that. What did he say after you drafted Lance Lynn? He said Lance Lums. He said like Lance Lynn's about to be a bum or something. Yeah, you totally skipped over that. All right. Well, he, he essentially he made fun of me for drafting Lance Lynn. Yeah. Continue. You know, I I'm a little more. I think I like to think of myself as an intellectual. <laughs> Maybe that should be the title. We got a lot of yeah. we got a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Um. And I I know I didn't let that waver me. I had confidence in my guy Lance. Hey. Uh, big mass throw gas to be that's my boy Lance. And uh, what does he Never do? Second start that. out there, complete game, shutout, ten Ks. I, you know, I had to let him know about it. You were playing said, the guy that said that, too. I was. No, I was not. Oh, you weren't? No. It was okay. Ben's brother. One of our friend's brothers that said that. It was not the guy I was playing. But um, I let him know. I said, man, I'd hate to be the moron that thought Lance Lynn wasn't going to be a stud this year. You know, <laughs> when you say something like that, you're kind of, like, worried. Like, oh, maybe come back and bite me in the ass. Like, maybe we'll just suck the rest of the year. False. Next time, next time out, eight innings, shut out baseball, nine more Ks. Suck it. Lance Lynn, early AL Cy Young candidate. There, I said it. There you go. And you heard his first two stats, and he was ended as a diamond last year. So that's a possibility here. And if you'll look at his price, he is only selling for like, I think you can buy it for like two and a half K. So that's that's an investment I would maybe recommend making is Lance Lynn. Other I don't guys, think he'll, I don't know if he'll go up this, if he keeps like, I don't know if he'll go up this week or, I mean, he will have another start. If he goes out and throws another eight-inning eight shutout piece, he'll be pushing for an 85. Yeah, and if you're not super confident in that actually just buy upgrade, one, you can sell, and then you can sell before, too. Yeah, buy yeah. one to make sure that. Yeah, that's a strategy as well. So Lance Lynn's my second diamond. My third one, and I'm not super confident about this one, but Whit Merrifield had a power surge at the beginning of the year, but he actually hasn't kept it up super well. He's still slugging Dude, above. Whit. Two hit wit, but he's still slugging above league average, um, not by a bunch, but slightly. His powers from both sides is in the 50s, so uh, it's it's about right. He could maybe use a little bump in there, but um, he was another guy that was a diamond at the end of last year, so that's a that's someone to keep an eye on and do some further research if if you want. And then the last two guys I have are long shots that are far away now, but I like their chances to continue an upward trajectory and get there in the future. And those are Alex Verdugo and Brandon Woodruff. Uh, I like Woodruff. 
Woodruff um, is throwing throwing the ball well, and um, Verdugo is hitting very well as well. But they're low they're low goals, so they've got a little a while to go. Yeah, I like. I mean, if you haven't watched, um, I'm trying to just foreshadow. If you haven't watched the Brewers one two punch in the starting rotation, I'd start to take notes. They're pretty damn filthy. Well, that's up next. So those are the goals, uh, five names there. Verdugo, Woodruff, I'm not saying they're going to go diamond, just a long-term investment if you'd like. And then the other two, I think, have a shot. So silver to gold, who, who's the guy you're talking about? Um, Corbin Burns, if you haven't heard of the name, I'd look him up. The dude, I don't know if you follow Pitching Ninja, the dude's on there all the fucking time. He is straight filth. You were playing. You were playing the average homeboys. He's the one that said that, right? No, he wasn't. It wasn't him. I no. sworn it was him. Well, I think when you sent the message, it was only to him, and nobody else could see it. The one in the, uh, the one that I, no, no, it was the okay. you. You okay. saw it. How how are you? Well, I'm the I'm the I'm the commissioner. I think I could see everything, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, flex hey, over there, Will. <laughs> That's besides the point. Corbin Burns is like selling for some ungodly amount. It's like three k right now, right? You're not looking. What? I think he's. Oh, he's selling, I mean, he's dude, selling I for mean, like three k. He's a lock to go gold. He's a lock to go gold. Well, here's my strategy with Corbin Burns. He's not going to get a bump to diamond, although maybe he should, but he's not. So like, his price is going to go back down to like probably below 2k at that point i'd start buying in because i i don't think it's a fad i think he continues this like streak. oh yeah so like, dude's at, got a way too much stuff to yeah so you can um, maybe buy on it on burns like after the next upgrade when he goes to like a 82 83 then get back on him for it go to go to diamond but i wouldn't recommend investing in him now at all um other guys i have well and, uh, so oh yeah, yeah 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 you're right you're right i'm right about the, I agree with what you just said. I'm sorry. I thought you said that. It just crossed my mind differently. Um, three. These these are my top picks for silver to gold. These are three guys that I think have a decent chance to get it upgraded, and their price isn't too high right now. Yadier Molina is crushing baseballs. We don't like him on this podcast, but he, he if he's going to make us some stubs, he's going to make us some stubs. You know what I mean? No, I will never. I will never give that guy an ounce of fucking credit. I hate him with a burning passion in my heart, Will. And if you don't, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Okay. Well, we'll move on to another old catcher then. Buster Posey is hitting the shit out of baseballs. He has 36 power versus left. And his slugging. I don't think I didn't buy that guy anymore either. 2012 still stings, Will. Dylan, I mean, you you, you want to make stubs or not, man? Because these two are locks and they're not selling for much. You can get them for like, I think, below 400. And if they go gold, they're up to a thousand. So I actually might invest. Locks, in lock. Are these guys locks, locks? I think Buster Posey is a lock. Look at his power. His power versus left is only thirty six, and I closed it out. But he's slugging can... above five hundred versus uh, lefties, I believe. I'll, I'll pull it up. But the last one I have is uh, Eric Hosmer, who is hitting balls well as well. I didn't write down notes for all of them, but I, trust me, I, I looked up. I looked up like their left right splits and everything, and I put them on the list because they had. They had a chance to increase in some attributes that they were low on. So you'll just have to trust me. On Will, that. doing the research, Yachty's yes. going for not 400. He's okay. 850, 605. Oh, shoot. Well, I mean, still, that's 400 a pop. And I, I think it's a pretty, pretty decent shot for that. What about Posey? Buster think... Posey is going for 312. Yes, Buster Posey is moved. So read me his stats. 
Buster Posey. Oh fuck! His stats he's for this year. He's, he's hitting three ten. No, 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 his attributes. His attributes. His attributes. Oh, the show. oh. Sixty-three contact right, fifty-nine contact left, forty-two power right, thirty-six power. Dude, he's got no power. Seventy-four vision. Slugging. He's slugging five sixty versus righties, and he's slugging seven oh six. 706 versus lefties. He has 36 power versus lefties right now. What's his, what's his OPS? Uh, like splits or overall? No, it's overall. I don't know. I backed out of that, but um, I mean I, that's well. the one that I might uh. I might. Into. 700 slugging. 36 OPS power. OPS is 989. Oh my god. Yeah, he's having a year. So, like, I I'm, I might buy into that one. And then Eric Hosmer was another one like that. Can he keep it up for seven more days? <laughs> that's the question. But, I mean, his price is low right now, so there's no risk. I might I might get on in tonight and buy uh, buy 100 Buster Poses. I'll do it before you do it. Okay. Uh, Eric I don't Hosmer have the stubs. I don't have the stubs to buy 100. Eric Hosmer was another one that uh, was selling for pretty low, and he's tearing the cover off baseballs right now. I think he was hitting lefties better this year, and – he has that lefty-right split, so that he could get improved in that category. Other, another guy that's like prices high, but I think has a good chance of going gold is Jose Barrios. He's been um, striking guys out like crazy, and his case per nine was not super high, so I think he could get the bump to gold. And then Eduardo Escobar is killing the Reds, and I think he is hitting lefties very well, and his power versus lefties is not great, so I think he could get an upgrade there. And then I have three futures guys, very similar to the golds that I mentioned. Brian Hayes got injured very early in the year. I still believe in him to break yes. out. Dude's and a then, stud. As long as he's not seriously hurt. Right. And I, I don't think it was too serious, was it? I mean, I have no idea to be honest. He like he just dude he went yard in his the first step out of the year. He did. And now people are forgetting about him. So if he if he comes back, I would buy up on him. And then Dustin May is a guy that we're both very high on. And then uh, um, yeah. Bruce Dart, dude. The Dodgers. Un, unfair talent. I don't know how you have that much talent. I don't like who the like who the like why the fuck did the Twins give Bruce Gratterall to the Dodgers? They why? just gave it to him. I actually looked at Bruce Gratterall. He's struggling this year because I wanted to upgrade him to silver, but he's having a bad year. So uh, don't buy. Don't buy. He'll figure, dude. He's like he'll figure it out. He throws ninety nine mile hour sinkers. Yeah, he does. Uh, last last silver to gold I have is Joe Musgrove. He obviously threw a no hitter. His hits per nine are insane. He's a low silver, so don't know if he'll get the full bump to gold. His price is fairly high, but if he doesn't make it to gold, another guy that maybe you can buy in on the dip after the upgrade. Bronze to silver, I'm just going to run. So my top three top three silvers of gold, Yadier Molina, Buster Posey, Eric Hosmer. And then I have three good bronze to silvers as well. Omar Navarez, catcher for the Brewers, is destroying righties. And um, he has good righty-lefty splits, but they could be higher based on the way he's hitting the ball. Dane Dunning, pitcher for the Texas Rangers, is – throwing the ball very well. He could improve his per nines all across the board. Dylan Carlson is uh, slug. His, his batting average is not great, but he has very good slugging numbers, so he could improve on his power from both sides of the plate as a switch hitter. So it's my top three. And then other guys I have mentioned, Tyler Malley, your guy, is is uh, balling, right? Dude, he is so underrated. His fastball, throws at 95, is unhittable. Yep. Um, he's not a good upgrade because he's selling for a lot. Um, people are expecting him to go silver, but um, keep an eye out for that. Brady Singer for the Royals is not off to a great start, but he's a guy that I believe in to pick it up as a long-term guy. 
John Means is pitching very well for the Orioles. Uh, he's another guy that's price is pretty high, so not a great investment. And then the last one I have is TJ Antone. That dude is filthy. Filthy. He's got like Curveball. 15, 15 strikeouts per nine, I think. I looked it up. 15 strikeouts per nine. So that could be increased. I think he was he like throws Gaius. And his slider is disgusting, or his curveball is disgusting. It is. So th- th- that's all my roster upgrades. Um, you didn't prepare anything for this, did you? So no. I, <laughs> so I mean, I, I I I killed it the last podcast. I prepared for the last one. I mean, busy week, yeah, grinding. Can't, it. can't I'm be. Trying, under, I'm doing field research over here. Will I'm not doing paper research. I, I, I respect it. So recap real quick, gold to diamond, the top gold to diamond I would invest in is Lance Lynn. The top three silver to gold are Yadier Molina, Buster Posey, Eric Hosmer. And then my bras, the silver picks are Omar Narvarez, Dane Dunning, and Dylan Carlson. So if you make any stubs off those, I want the credit. I want commission as well. Yes. Uh, we'll be splitting it. Cause no. we, we did after. <laughs> No split. Anything else before we wrap this up? Um, Reds need to figure it the fuck out. Nine and nine. Are you shitting me? Um, I'm I'm giving up hope. So like, I can't. No expectations equals no disappointment, Dylan. That's the mindset. My co-host is a bitch. He has lost faith. Um, the fact of the matter is, the Reds are hitting the shit out of the ball. If they get a halfway competent uh, bullpen, besides, um. TJ Antone and Lucas Sims, they'll be a fine. Um, question is, will they do that? Um, that is a fair question because the Reds traded away their best reliever for a guy they cut. Mm-hmm. And Big brain moves they, in Cincinnati. Yeah, and they plan to spend that money on a shortstop, which, as we know, they did not. And so um, the Reds, if they just figure out the bullpen situation, they'll be fine because they've, they're starting pitchers, they've got two earned runs. Their hitters hit the shit out of the ball. Um, they just can't get outs in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. When your closer has an ERA of sixteen point two, you're not in good shape to win games. Yeah, uh, let me just say this: Amir Garrett is not going gold. No, I would actually sell him if you have him. <laughs> he will be cheaper in about a week. Good call. Good call. Well, from Will and Dylan, that'll wrap up the eighth episode of the second season of the Good OK Podcast. Hope your first week of MLB The Show went well, aside from server issues. It did for us. We're having fun with the game, and we'll see you next week. Pull a diamond.